Earlier this year in Tempe, Arizona, police were called to the house of an older white man named Charles Ryan when he literally came out of the house with his gun, pointed it at the officers, and continued to have an armed standoff with the officers. Not only did they not shoot and kill Charles Ryan, and I'm glad about that, They didn't choke him. They didn't taser him. They didn't beat him to death. They didn't even send him to jail. I want to unpack and explain what I think about that case, why I think it is, and why in some ways it's a model for how policing should be in America, how it happens all around the world, but how it never happens with black people anywhere in this country. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. This podcast is proudly sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Listen, relationships take work, especially the most important one that you can have in your life. That's your relationship with yourself. So this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. I've personally had amazing experiences with therapy, and I recommend that everyone at least give it a try. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. This podcast is proudly sponsored by BetterHelp, and listeners of The Breakdown get 10% off of their first month at betterhelp.com slash breakdown. That's better, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash breakdown. Check it out and let me know what you think. When police arrived at the home of Charles Ryan, they were informed that there had already been shots fired at the house. I just need to set the ground here. And it's this case strains credulity. It it is stretching my mind on what is possible with American police because not only were they informed that they were coming to the home of a man who was armed, They were informed that a shot, at least one shot, had already been fired in the house. When police got to the home, where they patiently stayed for hours, Charles Ryan was indeed armed and even pointed his gun at police. Now, typically, if Charles Ryan was anything other than a white man, but particularly if he was a black man or according to all data, also if he was a Native American, 
no two ethnic groups are more likely to be killed by police than African-Americans and Native Americans. If police showed up at a home and a shot had been fired, it's hard to believe they would even, they would, they would even give a black man or a Native American man a chance to reach for a gun. But if they saw a gun, even being remotely pointed their way, that black man, that Native American man would die in a hail of bullets. We don't have to speculate. We see this just recently with the brutal execution of the young brother, Amir Locke, a legal gun owner. When police barged into his apartment and shot and killed him within seconds. He got no patience, no he didn't get five minutes. He didn't get 60 seconds. He was killed within seconds of them entering because Charles Ryan was a white man. He got all types of deference, all types of patience, all types of thoughtfulness, long suffering, will, willingness to put themselves in harm's way. Charles Ryan literally could have shot them. Now, we often say, or, or better yet, we often hear, because I don't say it, we often hear from people after there's some type of brutal police shooting that they need more training. But it's not true. Police in America, they know how to be patient. They know how to wait. They know how to keep their finger off the trigger. They know how to assess a situation and patiently, methodically, expertly find their way through that situation. That's exactly what they did with Charles Ryan. And when Charles Ryan was finally uh, confronted, he wasn't taken to jail. They took him to a hospital because he had a cut on his hand. And after the hospital, he was taken to jail, right? Nope. <laughs> he, he was released to his house. And while he was at the hospital, they found at least 16 different guns in his home. So let me assess the situation. A call to 911 about an armed white man who has fired his gun. A call is placed. Police arrive. This armed white man who has fired his gun then points his gun at police who don't kill him, but take their time and ultimately take him to the hospital in which he is not arrested and not taken to jail and eventually released to go back home before they find 16 guns in his home. Like, this is that example of what police are capable of when they feel like it. This is, this is how much police can take their time when they want to. This is how slow they can be to fire their weapons when that's their choice. And here's why we really understand that they took their time. Not only was Charles Ryan a white man, 
But he was a deeply valued white man. Police had learned that he used to be the director of prisons for Arizona. He was one of them. Not only in the fact that he was a white man, but he was a part of the system and structures of mass incarceration. And if police are slow to shoot anybody, it's not only a white man, it's one of their own. It's why I've said many, many times that no-knock warrants are rarely used in affluent neighborhoods, rarely used with any white families, white people. They primarily use no-knock warrants in black and brown homes and go in guns blazing. When this was one of those moments where police were actually in danger, and instead of going in there like it was call of duty, they just posted up outside and took their time and found their way through the situation. Dare I say, this is almost an example of good policing. But I can't quite say that because the double standard is so severe, so outrageous, that it's infuriating that not only did you not shoot or harm this man in any way, not with a taser, not with your hands, you didn't put a knee on the man's neck, you didn't do him like you did George Floyd, you didn't do him like you did Amadou Diallo, you didn't do him like you did Breonna Taylor or Amir Locke, you didn't taser him to death, you didn't choke him to death, you didn't shoot him to death, none of those things. Instead, you had endless patience for this man. The same patience that you tell us is absolutely impossible from coast to coast with black folk. You clearly know how to do it. You just choose to do it almost completely down the lines of race, class, and even zip code. Listen, I've got to run. Mondays are busy work days for me. Also have somebody sick here at the house. And so got to be a bit, a bit of a nurse today. So Love, 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 and appreciate all of you. It's a difficult time for our world. I hope you're doing well. Lots of challenges, obviously. It seems minor to say that gas prices are going sky high, but for all of us who have big commutes and have to be on the road, it's a new expense that we can't afford. Obviously, there's war going on in the world and real challenges here at home with COVID and so much else. Listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, we need you. Please join today at thenorthstar.com. Become a member, support this podcast, support our journalists and writers and authors and editors. Support our team now at thenorthstar.com. Take care, everybody. Break it down. What's up, North Star family? This is Donnie Rose, and I'm excited to let y'all know about the Word Life podcast the latest podcast in the North Star Network that I am hosting. Each week on Word Life, I will be exploring the intersections of literary art, music, politics, and revolution, and unpacking the messaging, lyrics, and themes of poetry and music, both classic and contemporary, that function as the heartbeat, baseline, and bottom line for radical change. Be sure to check out episodes of Word Life, dropping every Thursday wherever you enjoy podcasts. And let us know your thoughts. Peace, creativity, and revolution. Word.